Uh, well, I am uh, joined by this wonderful person called Ashley. And uh, Ashley, she, uh, once upon a time, she was a Canadian federal government employee, which sounds super boring. Uh, it's why at 27 she left and became a successful entrepreneur. She launched her own startup. Uh, she's a franchise owner, uh, athlete, author, nationally recognized fitness professional, and television personality. Uh, she's been interviewed on very various podcasts, including ours, uh, news outlets, radio. In 2018, uh, she had the honor of actually being one of the six cast members on First Contact Canada. I'm sure some of you watched it. Uh, that was flying into some of the best and worst Indigenous reserves across the country for 30 days. Um, she has her own book called Get SHIT Done, uh, her own podcast. She's on basically any social media thing you can think of, um, although she's not on MySpace, which, um, you know, for some of you still on MySpace, unfortunately, she's not there. But she missed out. The best part of her bio is that she's known me her entire life because she is my cousin. Um, and uh, she is currently in Ottawa. And I thought I would um, connect with Ashley. And um, Ashley kind of knows what we're doing and why I'm doing this. But for those of you who are just kind of tuning in, uh, the premise of this short interview is basically um, a lot of you are dealing with anxiety, uh, loneliness, you're scared. Um, and I think we make, and Ashley probably could agree, usually make terrible decisions when we're scared, afraid, alone, and uh, when we are dealing with mental health issues. And I just think there's such a huge connection um, when it comes to how we treat our mind, uh, when it comes to how we treat our body, uh, and connected with our soul. And so I have Ashley on, and we're gonna talk a bit about some of the things that we can do within quarantine uh, to make sure that- Like TikTok? Like, yeah, like TikTok, yeah, exactly. It's good for the body. My new one, Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you just kind of went on TikTok and I've seen I some did. Of I'm on um, day four, I believe, of TikTok. Wow. See, I, it. I I refuse to go on TikTok, mostly because I'm like, who wants to see it now, Thomas? Who wants you to see a 36 year old, a 36 year old man on TikTok? Unless I'm Jack Blacking it and going 35 in. 35 year old female on <laughs> well, TikTok. You, you got one year. You got one year. Unless I'm going to be Jack Black and throw some swimming shorts on and Do dance it. wildly which I'm sure many of you watching and listening to this uh, would either love to watch or you saying, I can't I believe, I can't believe I let that guy say things to me. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I think yeah, we, do it. yeah, well, you know what? Um, yeah, yeah, Ashley, for sure. Um, here's, uh, here's where Ashley is. Uh, I mean, she owns two anytime fitness gyms. Um, she is not someone who just, you know, spouting off things she doesn't know about. She's well-educated. She, uh, I mean, even with your own life, it's fitness and the way you eat has changed a lot of your own life. Um, mm -hmm. You've dealt with mental illness. You've dealt with depression. You've dealt with abuse. Um, and you've kind of come out of a lot of that. And I think your story is something that a lot of people connect with. And so for the next few minutes, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, Ashley. Do it. Okay. Um, so I, you know, I am 18 to 25 years old, maybe a little older there too. Um, I'm kind of stuck in my house and, uh, it's so easy to eat like crap. Um, and I just, I know that's affecting me and we know that the way we eat affects our mental health. And so what can we do when we can't really go out very often to get some food, uh, or if we are going to order some groceries, what's kind of way we can start turning the tide a little bit on how we're eating. So nutrition, as we all know, affects our mental states. 
So if you're someone who's like much of this country is stuck inside and you're constantly fueling your body and your brain with sugar and high carbs, which is a sugar response, um, that's just going to make you more hungry. It's also going to give you probably more dark thoughts if you do suffer from depression and anxiety. So simple tips to get your day going. Start your day at a regular time. So if you usually get up at eight in the morning, get up at eight in the morning anyway, even though you're not allowed to leave your house, but get up, start your day on a positive note. So whether it's mindfulness, whether it's a workout, whether it's going for a walk, um, whether it's, it's whatever, something positive to start your day, since your routine is now more than likely out of whack, you need to adjust and pivot and create a new routine, but something that serves you. You don't want to do something that doesn't because effectively it's going to go in a direction of somebody else. So if, if I'm eating at home and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have some, some chips and some popcorn and some ice cream. The it person sounds next delicious, to you, by the way. It does. <laughs> That's why I don't buy it anymore. <laughs> um, so if I'm at home with Thomas and I'm sitting on the couch eating it, but Thomas really wants to try and eat healthy. I'm going to say eight out of 10 times, Thomas is going to come over and steal my ice cream because it's a feel good response. And when we're stuck in a house, we get into a completely different mind frame. And so now is a perfect time to learn how to adjust for that. So start your day with a new routine, only buy healthy foods, stick to a 70, 30. So 70% of the time you do really well, 30% of the time you steal my ice cream. Mm -hmm. And I think that's pretty reasonable. Um, Unfortunately, for much, much of the world, food is a crutch for so many. So yeah. I think if you're stuck in the house, really try and make an effort into fueling yourself properly. Um, I know my gyms in know, June or July, whenever they decide to open again, will be flooded with a lineup of people for COVID weight loss because people are just eating like straight savages right now. Yeah, I think the idea of COVID-19, there's another, uh, another way to use that. That's just the 19 pounds we gain because of, <laughs> of this whole thing, yeah. right? Um, yeah, and I think that 70-30, I think that's a really good, uh, if I could just make a quick comment on that. This is about sustainability, right? Like, I mean, everyone wants to have a beach body by yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. But for most of us, it's not either realistic, it's, it's, usually that's unrealistic anyways for anyone to feel yeah. like they have to look a certain way to be appreciative or, or appreciative of their own bodies and enjoy it. Um, but part of it is all about sustainability and what works for you. Um, so, you know, I, I, to go on that, would you say that's thinking from food wise now down to like actually being able to be active somewhat while you're stuck inside, would you say that is kind of the same kind of, balance you would encourage most people to have at this point yeah and even going to the activity portion of it you don't need a treadmill you don't need an at-home gym i mean youtubers in the fitness space are creating a plethora of at-home workouts for free i'll live stream my home workouts i don't often use equipment because i know my followers might not have equipment sometimes i'll use kettlebells or resistance bands but you don't need to work out five days a week. Hmm. And that's something I talk about in my book is if you're someone that likes, I don't know, sports, well go to a group thing and, and play sports three days a week 
or go for a swim or go to the gym. I know people should say go to the gym because I own gyms, but I'm also not biased to it. Just find something that keeps you active and also keeps you interested because too many people are doing stuff that just really doesn't interest them and that's why they stop doing it. Sure. So if it's as simple as taking your dog and going for a walk for 15, 20 minutes, then that, you know what, that's your exercise. The light, the fresh air, it's, it's almost like active meditation when you. Yeah. And I, I think also like, I mean, even now stuck at home, there's actually a lot of really good uh, stuff on like a lot of good content on YouTube where you can watch from home mm -hmm. and do body weight stuff. Right. Like fitness blender. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. And um, you know, even if we are, if someone were to be like, Hey, I got three, three, four, times a week do i have to be like doing bodyweight exercises for like an hour every time or what should i expect myself to be able to do honestly it's all about your comfort level like i know i could probably train for a little longer than most people that are watching my stuff but you have to one one good tip actually i'll give everybody is stop doing movement so fast mm. a lot of people just want to do the movement super fast to get it over with um but stop so if you're using body weight, slow your reps or you slow your tempo down. So if you're doing a push up, almost do like a negative. So you're stimulating the muscle a lot more than if you're doing something super fast and then using other muscle groups to kind of take part in that exercise. So slow your reps down or your tempo, sorry, and go to failure. So instead of just doing, well, I'm going to do three sets of 10. And then when you're done, you're like, I didn't feel like I did anything. Well, you know what? Change it up do three sets of failure hmm. and really exhaust the muscle. Because if you're at home and you, you don't have a squat rack, you don't have heavy weights, so you can't use the heavier weight to exhaust your muscles. We'll now use an alternative method, which is slowing the tempo down. And that's sure. something we do just for clients, depending on what they're doing. But right now, if you're doing at home workouts, slower down. And I think even get creative. I mean, even if it means, you know, doing bicep curls with, a, with a couple kid. cans, right? Or a kid. Yeah. I mean, uh, or, you know, um, doing it with something that's a little heavier. Uh, but I also think too that what I like about the idea of going to failure too, is that, um, it evens a playing field. There's some people who could do 10 pushups, three sets of 10 pushups to failure where you may be listening to this and you can do one pushup and that's your failure. Yeah. That's great. Do three yep. sets of that. That's where your body's at. And I think that's one thing 100%. that's, I think it's one of the good thing about being in this kind of situation is body weight. If that's all you have allows you to actually know your own limits, but it also, I mean, if you do that on a regular basis uh, and this, I think attaches to mental health, but how much better will you feel about yourself when you, you can actually feel yourself getting stronger over, mm -hmm. you know, three, four, five, six, seven weeks. Right. And yep. um, being consistent that way. And so and setting those goals, like if you're that one push up person, be like, okay, next week, I'm going to do one and a half hmm. or I'm going to do two. Yeah. And you just, you increment as you go. And it's, you're right. It's, it's this different kind of like euphoria of happiness that, oh my God, I'm accomplishing all of this. Whereas a lot of people are just sitting at home doing nothing. And I think um, I found as well, when you feel like when you feel like you can take something that's a bit out of control, whether it's just our schedule or it's our weight or it's the way we feel about ourselves. And we actually, the thing I've found about exercise is that you actually bring what's out of control into your control again. And mm -hmm. 
there's a sense of like really good, like almost pride of ownership, right? Of yeah. like, I did it. I didn't want to. I took something back control. Um, and I think it's the same with with food. And I think a lot of this because fear, and I know me and you, we've talked about this before. Fear is really just losing control, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, and I think this is a way to kind of rebalance control a little bit. Um, let's say I, I've got a, I've got an opportunity to do a small bit bit of grocery run or someone's going to bring me food or I'm going to order online and drop it off. What are some things that I, I could be looking at that um, would be good options for me to eat? Yeah. I mean, general staple of it. You want to look at, especially if you have kids, you want to get fruits and vegetables. I would probably, cause I'm a little bit more crazy would be aiming for the low glycemic fruits. Um, yeah. So doing something like that, going with some healthy fats, stay away from margarine. Cause that's like, honestly, a molecule away from being plastic. Um, so healthy fats, some good cuts of meat, poultry, fish, healthy whole foods. Um, if it's something that's made by a machine, don't buy it. Okay. If and- I'm, if I'm in my early twenties and I lost my job and I've got yep. student loans, I don't have a lot of money. Um, what is a, a what's I guess you can say a body weight version of grocery shopping where uh, I have very little but I, I have a little bit of money. I am super happy you're bringing up the budgeting question. I'm okay. shaking my pen at you because I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so I think that the budget thing is an excuse, and the mm. reason why I say that is because if you go on the Google you can find all sorts of online coupons for all sorts of healthy food. So I think if you want to eat healthy and you are on a budget, you will take that time not to be an extreme couponer, but to find coupons that will take that chicken breast from $8.99 down to like $5.99. Sure. Um, And looking at buying in bulk if you can to freeze it, so that you're not always having to go back and spending more than if you would have bought in bulk. So, and I also think we have to look at, okay, if your budget is now this big because of being stuck at home and being off work or on EI, you really need to get creative with savings and buying what you, you need. And unfortunately buying a one liter tub of ice cream is, is not a need. It's a want. So yeah. Yeah. Let's change that up and look for other stuff. <laughs> yeah, but what if it's like ice cream made out of real cream? <laughs> <laughs> so it's keto compliant? Perfect. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, um, the uh, the connection between how we treat our body and what we eat, uh, exercise, I mean, uh, without spending too much time, I mean, in your opinion, how does that really affect our mental health huge if you look at the brain gut connection it is a massive connection if you start fueling yourself with junk you're going to feel like junk Mm. anyone that says i ate healthy for a week and i felt fantastic okay what are you doing now oh i got off the bandwagon how do you feel like crap yeah so why are you still doing it? And on it, one of my beliefs is for many people, food is the only thing they can control. Sure. And you brought up the control thing earlier. Yeah. Well, if I'm the one doing my grocery shopping, I am in control of putting 
Ben and Jerry's in my basket. Yeah. I'm going to do it. But there's a lot of things that are out of control or they think are out of their control. Um, so groceries is one of them. So we just have to change our mind frame and, and our thinking on what we're going to do and what we're going to put in our baskets. Well, I think a lot of people feel like you have to wait for motivation that at some point you're going to have some, the motivation person is going to show up at your door and just yeah. punch you in the face. Right. And you're going to be so motivated. I think people mistake motivation for inspiration. You can have moments of inspiration that kind of come out of nowhere, their yeah. emotions. But I feel like if you're waiting to be motivated, you never will be motivated. I think motivation comes when you make the decisions, the right decisions, follow through, and then you end up seeing results, which motivates you to further decisions. But if you're just waiting for motivation to happen, you're right. It's, we do have control over it. It's just, we're yeah. waiting to be motivated. And we might not like, like if you want to do something and you're waiting for your motivation, I hate motivation. You're waiting for that motivation to come in, to kick you in the butt, to move you forward. For what reason? I know trying something new is going to be scary. Mm. But as they say, the epic stuff never happened easily. So like me, I quit my career at 27 and two in the morning and left for two weeks on a road trip because I was just over it. And I literally said, I sat in my bed on the Thursday morning. I said, if I die tomorrow, would I be happy and would I have regrets? And the answer was yes, that I would have regrets and that I definitely would not be happy. Hmm. So I made the decision to literally drop my career like that and went on a road trip for two weeks and was it scary yeah because i no longer had benefits i didn't have a pension or a paycheck coming in i had to start a completely new career and i didn't even know what that was at the time uh moved back into my parents basement at the age of 27 which is super awesome <laughs> and uh had to completely rebuild my life and i know not a lot of people can do that so please don't quit your job <laughs> if you're in yeah, my yeah. boat but um it was probably one of the scariest things that I've ever had to do. And I have a lot of, I guess, negative stories from my childhood, but now I look at those stories and I actually kind of thank them for putting that much fear in me because now I use fear as fuel instead of a roadblock. Hmm. And I think if more people used fear as fuel, you'd accomplish so much more in life instead of just being like oh that's too scary oh mm, it's out of my comfort zone i'm not going to do that then you're never going to get to where you want to go and i mean almost what nine years i've left and yeah. i don't regret a single thing has it been easy no but i live and learn yeah well, that's great. Ashley, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I know we will probably talk for another 40 minutes, another hour or so on all this stuff. And, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll link, of course, um, Ashley's book, some of her content on YouTube, things like that. Uh, I'm sure she wouldn't mind if you reached out to her uh, or DM'd her. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest piece from all this, if I could summarize, is just like, you know, there are ways to eat well with a limited budget it's just about using it well stick to the 70 30 uh, create some sort of balance with your eating but also do something that's going to make you feel like uh you're you're doing something with your body whether it's going for a walk or doing some body weight exercises there's great stuff uh what was it was body blender you said 
uh, Fitness Blender on Fitness YouTube. Blender on YouTube. Um, there's lots of stuff there, and uh, and like Ashley said, it doesn't have to be seven days a week. Maybe it's only three, four days, um, mm-hmm. and do consistently. The other thing I picked up from this actually too was just the idea of waking up at the same time. Uh, even we've done that with our kids just to get them, you know, on a regular schedule because. Yep. I think just being able to own your morning a little bit is a great start to the day. But um, Ashley, thank you. Really, really appreciate your time. Um, it's awesome. And uh, uh, yeah, like I said, all our stuff will be linked up. Hopefully this was helpful and encouraging to all of you. Um, but yeah, we're going to stop recording right now.